0: Hey guys, this is Maria Granados. If you want to be empowered to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact, then listen to The Qualified with my friend, Ryan Huff. This is The Qualified. The Qualified. The Qualified. The
1: Qualified.
0: The Qualified with Ryan Huff.
1: What's going on Qualified family? Hope you're having an amazing day as always and welcome back to The Qualified where the ultimate goal is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. Y'all, we have another incredible, amazing, impactful, super abundant with a lot of wisdom episode coming in hot You're away right now today. Y'all, I am super excited for this one. I've already listened to it several times and uh, elated to finally get it released to y'all today. Um, We have amazing guests, Matt and Maria Granados, um, a couple that I literally refer to as a power couple. They're just incredible people. We're gonna get rolling into that here in a minute. Uh, before we do, if you are new to the podcast or you've already been listening to it, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really appreciate your time and uh, appreciate your uh, diligence to continue tuning in to, uh, to the podcast as well. The reason that we call this show The Qualify is because I believe we are all qualified to make a difference with this beautiful gift of life that we've been given. However, there's a massive difference between having potential and actually going out there and doing something with it, right? That's when in this show we'll discuss topics, ideas, strategies, things I've done in my life as well as things of inspiring guests that they've been in there is that have helped to make a change and ultimately my hope is that something that is shared is the catalyst that puts the puts the action in that puts the you know idea into action, right? Because I can promise you that if you're performing at a level that is underneath what you know you're capable of performing at, it's going to be impossible for you to feel great about yourself, you know. And so I want you to go out there and live the qualified life, the life that you're qualified to live, but you've got to put in the work to make that difference into a reality. So no such reality as something for nothing. So, and y'all, I know you're gonna get a lot of value out of today's episode. Like I said, we have Matt and Maria Granados today, uh, to you know. Entrepreneurs, very driven, very purposeful people. Awesome stories, so much wisdom, and uh, elated to uh, to share their stuff. As always, you guys, if um, you do get um, value out of this episode, would you please share it out with at least one person? Let someone else know that you got value out of it. And uh, that's the only um, you know that's the only you know ask that I have. Since we do not run ads on this show, I would ask that if you get value out of it, share it out. If you don't see any value out of it, which I find highly unlikely. Then don't share it out. But if that's the case, then don't share it out. All right, let's rock and roll. Y'all, let's go ahead and get into this. Here is my conversation with Mr. and Mrs. Matt and Maria Granados. Enjoy. All right, y'all, welcome back to the qualified. Y'all, I am elated for today's guest. It's only the second time that we've had a couple on, and y'all, I'm so dang excited for the amount of value that's about to be added to this episode because as there's a term that I don't throw around too often, but I was just talking to him right before we started recording. It's the term power couple. Like We have two very driven, very entrepreneurial-minded, very high-energy people that are on this episode today. And I am super excited to uh, just have a great conversation with them, share their story, and uh, go from there. We have Matt and Maria Granados. Matt is a... Performance coach, he's a best-selling author, uh, trainer, and has been an entrepreneur since the spry age of only 15. Um, with a company such as Life Pulse Incorporated. And there's actually a, a one that I recently wasn't like a P- Pocket Pets or something like that. Pocket
0: yeah, P- you another. nailed it. That's yeah.
1: it. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, yeah, dude. And so he's he's uh, in the books I've been reading of his one in particular, I should say, um, How to Motivate the Unmotivated has been such a great one. Haven't finished it all the way yet, but loving the content out of out of him and then his wife Maria is a all about empowering females all around the world and one she does that through her company empower her boutique and she is just a, an amazing speaker as well and the energy of this woman you're gonna you're gonna hear in a second y'all i've, I've met her initially at a, a trade show i did back in january of this year and <laughs> very very easily saw and like once i learned more about her stuff i was like yeah that makes sense and so y'all i have the pleasure of honoring and, and welcoming to the to the qualified podcast matt and maria granados thank you so much for being here y'all what's going on thanks
0: ryan we appreciate it we're we hope we deliver on the high energy you know we are also parents of toddlers so sometimes the energy is not always there but (laughs) we'll try to make it up along the way today
2: we tend to feed off each other fairly well yeah so we'll we'll get after it you guys also might get to meet bruce wayne Uh, who is our dog by Um, bark almost every interview we do no matter who it is, when it is, you will meet Bruce uh, <laughs> at some point. So, I we're like excited it. to be here, Ryan.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, man. My pleasure. Well, before we get started, I'm going to start off start us off with a word of prayer, and then we'll uh, we'll hop into the episode. All Father right, God, go. thank you so much for this amazing day, Lord. I thank you for this conversation, for bringing all three of us together today, and Lord, I pray that your blessing will be on this conversation, Lord. That the right things would be shared, and ultimately that people's lives would be changed because of what we talk about today. And I thank you so much for our time together. In your name, I pray. Amen amen all right man amen. so before we get just go ahead and just i want to hop on into it tell us how you guys met and uh you know we'll, we'll kind of start with that story how the love story began and then we'll we'll go from there
0: as we do i'm gonna start it i know he's gonna interject and i'm gonna talk over him and it's gonna be awesome okay
2: <laughs> she's gonna give you the first version and then i'll give you the real version.
0: yeah okay so <laughs> that is true that is true <laughs> Um, I am a former execu- uh, nonprofit executive director. So I ran a program called Eagle U, Eagle University. Uh, if you have a high school or college age student, you should check that out, eagleu.org. Still, did we are two board me? members for them now. So we feel <laughs> like we always can share the love. So Matt and I both swipe grew up going up. to Eagle U. Yes. Yeah, Matt and I both grew up going to Eagle U. That's why we talk about it a lot. Um, we did not meet there as young people, but we feel like that program set us on the trajectory for our lives. As far as entrepreneurship, leadership, how to just be a self-motivated person goes. And so we both had that as our background, but we never met going there growing up. I started running it in my early 20s and I ran it for about six years, I think. One of those years that I ran it, um, we, the founder of the program was like, we're going to have a guy who used to go or who went you know, to Eagle U come and talk to the kids about entrepreneurship too. And he always comes and does these things with me. We just haven't... Um, Had him. We didn't have him last year doing the other program that's just like it that they used to run as well. So anyway, he's like, he's going to come to share with the kids and here's his information and my job, obviously, as director is to coordinate all the things. And so it's just another thing, task on my to-do list. So um, he pulls up that summer for the week and um, I I wasn't exactly interested. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. (laughs) A little arrogant, a little egotistical. I was like, whatever. And just yeah, but we became friends that week. I would say um, mostly because we were the only two the same age. Hmm. And uh, before I get any further, I'll let him f- tell you how he came to know we were the same age. So
2: we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna learn a lesson uh, about judgment, right? <laughs> and judging people before you give them the time of day mm-hmm. to understand who they are. Um, mm, on both sides, tough. we both did a, did a great job of messing that up. So oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. I. I said, Hey, I'll come to do this event, which I love doing. It's not like a chore. Um, but I just asked very politely that I wasn't on the website at this time. Like, don't put my name out there that we're, I'm coming not because I'm anyone special, Super egotistical no. on the- there was some, <laughs> there was some reason why I was coming from one organization <laughs> to this organization. I just didn't want to put it in anybody's face. Of course. Um, it wasn't a big deal either way. And, uh, he said, yeah, no worries. So then I get this email from this assistant of his maria Grasso, who i didn't know who she was right she's like hey matt i'm maria just want your bio for the website and i'm like are you kidding me so i don't send a message back to her i send a message back to her boss saying hey what's the deal i asked to not be on the website now i'm getting this who is this girl what's <laughs> oh happening here you know let's get this thing <laughs> I'm getting solicited over here yeah. it's getting a little wild and uh <laughs> so that was how she was like really first introduced to me then yeah. I drove up, I was in Atlanta, drove up to Louisville, which is where the event was, had a really bad business phone call. Right. But when you're driving, I'd like to be safe. Okay. So I wear a Bluetooth 80% of the time and I'm walking around everywhere. So I, I uh, me, still I makes fun of me. um, that's why when you brought it up, I checked to see if my earbuds were <laughs> in saying, my ear, right. Uh, there's times where we'll go to sleep and she'll remind me to I'm take like, them out. Please take oh, wow. So, um, anyway, so we get out and I, I just get off a bad phone call and I sit there and, and, this camp counselor girl comes running out, all bouncy, camp counselor girl. cargo shorts. And I don't
0: own cargo shorts. Can I mean, <laughs> She jumps
2: out. <laughs>
0: Island like, fashion is my is my lifeline and brand. It was like you an old navy say that I wore pair cargo of shorts. shorts. It was like I the don't old wear. School, no, you yeah. gotta
2: with
1: the American yeah. flag, old navy shirt <laughs> you
3: know on as
2: well.
1: Yeah.
3: So, no. yeah,
2: so she could come run out. Hey, she's all bubbly. And just the first thing I could think of, I'm still thinking about that call and I just I just blurt out, where's my parking pass? Like, that's how I introduced myself. There was no uh,
0: hello. Wow. Nice to
2: meet you. So it gets right, of, right. I'm she like, with, you're going to
0: teach my kids here about how to be a good person. This
3: should she's, be fun.
2: She's with somebody else who I didn't introduce myself to. And he looks at me and goes, yeah, I know. Like, we went to college, went to the same college. And like, so like I come off as like- Just
0: jerk of all jerks. Yeah,
2: yeah. everything you can imagine. Um, and, uh, and then we kind of go through the week and then throughout the week, the first day I'm sitting here going, Oh, this like, you know, 18, 19 year old, you know, little girls, you know, running this program. That's awesome. You know, She's doing really well. And then she'd always try to come talk to the adults, right? Like the, 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 the leaders go one way and she would always come try to sneak into conversations. I just thought it was kind of cute, right? It is what it is. She wants to be with the adults. And, uh, we're eventually sitting on a bus together. This is probably, 12 hours into this relationship that I'm just destroying every second I can. <laughs> and uh, I asked her, I said, So, what do you want to do when you grow up? And she looks at me. She goes, Well, considering I have my MBA, I plan on doing something like I'm this.
0: I'm 27. Oh, wow. at the time. Ryan, I'm 27 at the time. AC I like AC <laughs>
2: 90, right? And this is what I talk about when we're talking about learning about not judging people. She's also yeah. 27 still, at the time. I oh, wow. <laughs> when she tells me she has her MBA, I'm so stuck in my own perspective of what's happening that all i can think of is how has this prodigy gotten her mba by the age of 19 like i didn't think to think well, wow. maybe my assumption was wrong yeah. she told me her age and that's when i started to kind of sit up straight and realize oh wait a minute right this is an hold up girl. my age uh, <laughs> i just recently got out of an engagement not by my doing by someone else's doing so i'm like hey maybe we should be a little nicer so Nothing happened throughout the week. There was no, like, we were friendly. There we wasn't. were working together. People always think we're
0: lying about it. It really <laughs> was, it really
2: <laughs> was really good. And then what happened was uh, her boss, who was my mentor, said, hey, you should tell her your story, right? There was a lot of red flags that if I would have recognized and wasn't so kind of stuck in my ways, yeah, I would have avoided this pain that I had to go through. And hmm. she said, you might want to tell your story to her. So I told it to her. And about halfway through the story, I realized, holy smokes, like. I'm into this girl, right. right? So I awkwardly like moved away and she's like, what are you doing? But the entire time I'm telling the story, she's thinking about how big of a loser I am to like, yes. how did you not see all that coming? Like it's this very poor clear. guy, like
0: this girl was definitely gonna leave you. You did not know it until she <laughs> left you. Interesting. But I think it's important to know, like when Matt met, he was four weeks off of an engagement that was broken out of yeah. nowhere. I was in a three-year relationship at the time oh, wow. that I thought I was going to marry this guy. I was like waiting for him to like, I thought like this is me thinking he's going to show up to the program and propose to me in front of people. Like Speed
3: bump. So we're so
0: in this like very interesting. And I always tell my friends this and I'm like, you know, I can sit here and give you advice on a relationship and like what to look for. And like, if this guy you were sh- suddenly interested in, if it seems to be like the right time and the right place and the right person. But like our story is so backwards. If a friend came to me with our situation, I would have said run away. You know what right. I mean? Which is
2: what we got. Yeah. And we got
0: that a lot from people, hmm. a lot people that love us and who now are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ever said that to you guys. But like at the same time, we were both, I mean, if you think about it, he's in a broken space. I'm coming off. I'm in a relationship. Now, nothing happened until I was out of it. But like, then I went straight into, sorry, <laughs> went straight into this one. My Italian hands are flying. For hey. those who aren't
2: watching, she just punched
1: I me talk in the Yeah, yeah. Hand <laughs> she, she uses her hands a lot.
0: Yeah, but like I was, you know, I went right from one to the other. You know, even my mom really upset about it. Like people were upset about this. And so if you think about it, like it didn't make any sense. And so now when I approach my friends in, um, who come to me for relationship advice, I don't try to judge the situation because sometimes God works in really crazy ways. Yeah, And I think it's important to be smart about how you act in those situations. Like we really did wait until like, I was not in a relationship any longer to kind of talk more and more. And when we did, you know, I would say our relationship escalated really fast. Like we dated for 10 months and then we got engaged. Really? Um. And here we are six years later almost, but it's well, from dating maybe almost seven, but um, yeah, so I, I do. I think that that was a big lesson for me and how I approached talking to people about relationships. Cause I used to be one of those friends who's like, girl, get away from him. Like this is, you got to heal first. You need to do your work. Like, and I believe those things to be true, but I also believe God is bigger than our situation sometimes. And when he has a plan, it can, uh, it's so dangerous to say because I tell my friends, I go, I don't want you to think about that and it'd be a bad situation that you need to get out of. And then you start having this hope like, what if God put us together? And like, right, right. when you know, you know, we both had, there was no shadow of a doubt here. Jealousy never became an issue, which was a huge issue for me. And it was never an issue here. Like, there were so many things God was speaking so clearly to me on that it was like, wow, like we dated for a distance and I didn't have jealousy issues. Like, that's he, like, that was huge for me to be like, wow, I really feel like, God is like, this is the relationship he wants me to be in. And it was just so clear to both of us that I don't think it mattered. We listened to what people said to us and took it very seriously. But at the same time, we moved forward in it, you know?
2: I I think one of the things that, that we tell people when they sit there and go, well, you know, they're single, they're looking for someone, they're searching for someone, they want their one person to find them, they want to find them. And I always tell people, the only reason that Maria and I worked was because we both were looking for the same thing. We were both seeking God.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's so true that it was like, and she just happened to be the way he was going to speak to me at this moment.
3: Mm-hmm. Like, And
2: I, And if you're not a Christian, that's not going to make much sense to you. And if you don't have a true relationship with Christ, that also won't make sense to you. But then what also happens is people sometimes get blinded by their um, their understanding of their relationship with Christ versus their true relationship with Christ. Yes, yes, mm. yes So I yes. think there's this concept of taking a step back. And I always tell people like, like God's okay with you questioning him. Mm,
3: mm-hmm. don't, yeah.
2: Not not necessarily like, hey, God said stop and I'm going to keep going, right? There's right. different ways, <laughs> but, but it's a conversation, I right? I think that it's and, like
0: a God said stop and God's okay with me being like, hey God, why'd you say stop? Exactly, like, right, you know what right. I mean? It's okay to come to him like that and say, can can you can you give me more on that? Like, I want to understand why you don't want me to proceed here.
2: And, right. and I think the biggest Or, thing or you is, do. Is one way to understand when you're in a relationship and I don't like to give a ton of relationship advice because I'm still trying to figure this thing out. <laughs> um, and we just share from our experiences yeah, the best is when, when God tells me to do something in this relationship and it's truly God speaking to me, it's, it leads to growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's not, it leads to decay. Wow. And that's yeah. the only two ways things can go either right. forward or backwards. Nothing stays the same. So with that, if, if, I think God's telling me that I need to correct Maria. I need to, to guide her. And he's talking in terms like that, in that type of narrative in my head. That's not God talking to me, right? right? God will talk to her that way and God can guide her. Right. My job is to keep my relationship with God going so that I'm the leader she can follow.
3: Right. And I think that's
2: the big misunderstanding when it comes to relationship and where God is and what he's telling you to do is Mm -hmm. like, look, if you're sitting there trying to force somebody to get the church with you,
0: try to fix them, you're trying
2: to get them. (laughs) You're trying to create. We're both
0: former fixers.
2: Solve that problem. That's the biggest thing with her. When I saw her, I was like, you know what? Look, she's crazy. There's no question about (laughs) it. There's things about her that
0: I think everyone knows that that if
2: God (laughs) God wanted to change, I would be the first to sign the petition. Right. Right. (laughs) So, yeah but i never thought i have to fix her yeah like there's things about her i would i would love to change right like i'd like her to make the bed that's not something she likes to do <laughs> no. that would be great right, right she'd right. like me to put the dishes from the sink in the dishwasher that's not something i do <laughs> and again god willing we will change but when it comes to who she is as a person i right. never wanted and still don't want her to change the or foundation to fix her
0: and i think too like right. i was in my relationship for three years and i was praying for and he was a believer but he didn't have a personal relationship with god as much as i would have hoped for and the person that i wanted to marry right so like i was praying for god to kind of like bring him in closer in relationship but what i didn't realize that as i was praying that god was preparing the person for me that i that already had that relationship that was working on that relationship on, on their own already and he had just become a believer and i've mm-hmm. grown up i've been a believer since the beginning So our stories are different. He got baptized when we were dating and he became a believer before that just hadn't gotten baptized yet. And so there was a fervent like desire from his perspective that I had never, I had never dated that before. I dated people that were always believers, but they grew up in it. So there was no fervent like desire to grow and watching a new believer grow in their faith is inspiring to somebody who's always believed because it makes you say, wow, why do I believe this? What am I like? You know, because they're so excited about it. And it's so transformational because most of these people that decide to believe later in life made a decision to believe. I felt like I was handed my belief and then I grew into it. And, um, so I do think that that's really cool because I always thought I would marry somebody who grew up, you know, in the church whose family (laughs) grew up in the church, you know, like I always thought that. And for me, the person who's leading me best in Christ now is somebody who came to Christ later and chose Christ in a, in a time when, like it was really difficult for you to, you had a successful business already. You didn't really feel like you needed it. Like so it's oh, really when, cool. When I,
2: when I got him, I needed it. <laughs> you did. Let's
0: and I'm thankful that he was that there clear. before I got there. <laughs> there was but a time of need. No, but like you, at first when you started exploring it, you felt like yes, you exactly. weren't really like, you know, and so um, I do think that there's a lot to that too. And so I say to people who are of faith and are looking for a spouse of faith too, I'm like. And there's, it's cheesy, but they say you find your, spi- your spouse um, when they're wrapped up in Jesus or whatever. Well, like I find that to be so true, too. Like, I've
2: never heard that, but that's
1: not cheesy. N- I've never heard well, that you either, can't, but I, you can't I, fix, I agree with it. You can't yeah.
0: fix somebody's desire for like, you can't implant in somebody a desire to want to be close to christ like you can't right. do that it has to come from within them and like you said that's everything else will. is small yep. yeah everything else is small and can be like oh i wish you did this or that or whatever but like the fact that you have a desire to lean into christ i know because i trust christ i don't trust you
3: right i know mm. that when
0: you lean into christ Man, you take now. care of what yep. we need you know
2: Amen. i don't have to
0: trust this guy i have to trust jesus and i have to trust that he's in jesus and that's yeah. the best part
3: and i think
2: it's interesting you saying that it sparks on the way you said you, you don't have to pull me to Christ. And it's not even mm. leading. It's almost just you be who God wants you to be. And if I'm the partner I should be for you, we're going to grow together. Right. And I think that's right. the big thing that couples don't recognize is the goal is to grow from two to one. Right. And although it is, hey, you got married, now you're one. Yeah. I think it takes a lifetime. And we're still working to on beca- it to, to become be in that, that one unit yeah. that we should be. But it takes the willingness of both people to shed the stuff that they don't shouldn't bring right yeah. the baggage that comes with every relationship to be that one unit moving forward so when i
0: talk about peace sometimes and i talk about it in like a bigger context like within the world but i think it applies to marriage i think that there's one path to peace i think that jesus is our path to peace if you think of peace as wholeness right and unity and completeness and all those sorts of things and in a marriage if we're supposed to be at peace with each other and one with each other we can't be on two different paths so there has to be a dying to self that wow. happens for yeah. both of us, right? Yeah. So, like, part of me, and we talked about that this week. We've been having some epic blowout fights lately. Have we? Yeah, a couple. See,
1: sometimes and I so, don't recognize <laughs> it. Have we? Well,
0: <laughs> you know. <laughs>
3: and we talked <laughs>
1: about
0: this of like, you know, sometimes like we used to kind of come at each other more in them. And now we have taken a step back. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just taking it to Jesus. Cause if I'm right, if I I'm a righteous person, okay. <laughs> I like to be right. <laughs> if I'm right. God will confirm in his spirit, like, hey, dude, like, you need to, like, what you said is not actually... Path, like go and and if and if that's not the case, then maybe I'm not right. You know what I mean? And well, I just gotta yeah. let God handle it. Like we speak our peace. We're both open. We're both very open with each other. We're both very and vocal. He know one question
2: for 20 minutes.
0: I know, oh.
2: dude. And I'm loving I'm that. Taking like, notes, I'm taking notes, bro. I'm, I'm th- loving this.
0: Well, no, I'm not sitting here <laughs> letting him walk on me. Like I'm gonna say what I what I feel, but at the end of the day, like I'm gonna trust God to kind of do the work in your spirit with you because I know you're going to Him, and maybe some of the things I need you to to like come to on aren't actually things God needs us to come. You know what I mean? Right, right. So, so there's there's that element. One, one
2: thing that we were told by a mentor of ours, um more speaking of you know the concept of a woman submitting to their husband. Oh, yes, right. Still. On how it how it works. People hate that verse.
0: People
1: hate it. Submit if it. wives submit
2: to your husbands and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But if you get the understanding, the content if you it's like anything in the Bible, if you read right. the whole story, it makes a lot of sense. God has our it, best it.
1: intention in in mind. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So
2: with with what they told her, because Maria is an extremely strong woman, extremely independent, mm-hmm. and I'm an extremely strong personality, extremely independent. So one of us has to be second, right? Like we can't both be first all the time. So for her, what they told her was sometimes that she just needs to duck and let God let hit him
0: in him. the face.
2: Wow. And it's such a great. And even sometimes I need to, as and the leader, okay. I yeah. need to sometimes duck and let God wake her up. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, if she starts getting into her head or I start getting into my head and the other person's voice comes into that conversation, mm-hmm. we now take that bad voice and put it on their voice. Right. Wow. And now she's the enemy versus my thoughts as the enemy. And that becomes where relationships, I think, not only fall apart, but never come back together. Wow. So the ducking part allow- is something that's yeah. really really helpful we think.
0: are one but there is a rhythm in that one plus i sometimes
2: want him to smack you i also feel <laughs> right like
0: <laughs> i feel like you way. get her
2: <laughs> yeah, get her your get her to the, well, there's
0: to the oneness. yeah yeah i like it anyway sorry we went off on tangents no i asked it?
2: how we met you asked <laughs> us how we met
1: i think so no yeah i did no but dude i love that so that last part so i took a ton of notes and whatnot but that last part How do, how do you navigate that? That part we talk about like, Hey, for instance, you see Maria doing this thing. It's like, I want to, I want to act in love. I want to, you know, but it's like, she's not seeing it in the way that I'm communicating Mm. it. She's not getting it. How do you navigate that? Like, what do you do? So that way you don't, you know, you don't create strife and conflict and division in the relationship during that process.
2: It is is so difficult. It's the hardest thing I've ever continually had to do. And here's the reason why Um, for a living. I, I'm able to tell people what to do. I mean, that's what they pay <laughs> me to do. Right. Pay right. me a lot of money to give them advice. Well, right. I'm married to somebody who I want to give advice to. Right. But I right. can't because that's not what's happening here. So, the one way I can do it with Maria, and it wasn't until we took our uh, Enneagram tests.
0: Big Enneagram. Right. So, are.
2: I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've heard of it. But bottom line is, Maria's a one. And if you look into what that is, I'm a seven naturally, but I've kind of turned into an eight artificially through business, right? So there's a mm-hmm. whole bipolar thing. I could explain that later. But bottom line is Maria has something that I never knew existed in people's minds ever. And it's an internal dialogue that's negative. It's critical. Mm-hmm. I have an internal dialogue that's like, let's party. Like everything's positive. I can the do anything. The always there. Like, ah, oh, we've lost <laughs> all our money, but we got Tomorrow. Right? right, like that's where my mindset always is. He's I'm a possibility,
0: possibilityist. I call it. I'll,
2: I want to buy a lottery ticket, honestly, not even a win, but just to talk about what we would do if we won. Right, that I would stresses go,
0: me out because I'm like, we didn't win. Why are we I, talking
2: when about When I, I would go and make up what my career was so I could go to all the penthouses in Atlanta with a real estate agent and see them and act like I was going to buy one. Right, yeah. like that's who oh, wow. I am in my core as an optimist and a futurist. So, when I found out that Maria has this internal dialogue that's negative, what I realized was. That voice is her voice in her head. Until I start being critical of her, that voice then becomes my voice. And Mm -hmm. now she is Mm -hmm. someone else she can attack, and she will not focus on solving the problem. She'll focus on winning the argument. And that's just because that's just how I say that's how ones work. That's just how people work. I do the same thing when she comes at me. Yeah. But I didn't realize it until she explained that to me. So how do I do it? A lot of it is sitting back, taking deep breaths, and like walking away. And it's so hard because I don't like to walk away from things until they're finished. Hmm. But if I keep trying to figure it out for her or open her eyes to how wildly crazy I think she is, in my opinion, it's a disaster. Here's a great example this morning. We just got a pop filler. I'm like, what do we do this morning? Right. (laughs) Which I've always wanted a pop filler. It's like I just, I almost put one up fake just like I like the way they look in the kitchen a, a pop what would you say a pop what? A, pot a pot filler on your so oh, pot back filler. in the kitchen oh you know, the thing that swings out spout, whatever yeah, yeah. Okay. it just looks cool right it serves yeah,
0: yeah. no purpose you can walk five extra steps to the thing that's
1: it all. does look cool though i i agree yeah. with that thank <laughs> you i appreciate <laughs> it, Ryan. and
2: guess who used it this morning maria so hey. what happened was maria used it. Uh. and there's two false there's two spouts that you can turn on and off and i had it set so that you don't accidentally turn it on too much because they're extremely powerful there's a reason i'm telling this whole story okay
3: I'm and like, what, what happens is
2: natalie our daughter Mm. i tell maria i say maria that's not how you do it and natalie goes, i'm like
0: but it's working fine this way
2: natalie goes mom it's wrong and i looked at her i said no natalie it's not wrong it's different and she just basically sided with me strictly on my tone towards the conversation Mm. there is no right or wrong in how she turns on the pot filler i have my reasons as to why i would turn it my way she has her reasons why she did it her way i'm still trying to figure out what they are but (laughs) I have my reasons, she has hers. But what the amazing thing is, and anyone who has kids, kids will bring the truth out
3: mm-hmm. in the wow. sense
2: that when I told her that, I do think she did it wrong. But in reality, like that's my narrative in my head. She did it wrong. That was not the correct way to do it. In reality, she's just trying to turn on the pot filler. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's two ways I could handle that. I could keep going at it. But fortunately, my four year old talked sense into me before I kept explaining to Maria why she was doing it wrong to yeah. recognize that it was just a different way of doing it. It wasn't the wrong way of doing
0: it. What right. about when one of us is going spiritually in it? Like pot fillers are a great example for fun things, but like everyday stuff. But what about like a spiritual, um, when, when we feel like, how do we handle that? When one we feel like one yeah. of us is going so on a spiritual ex- misdirection. So
2: the example that pops in my head with that is, like I said, I don't like to give advice. I like to see how we've messed up and how we can fix it. Yeah, Maria wanted to adopt. Um, Every month we do what we call life dates, uh, where we go out. Yeah, stuff I want to talk about
1: that more. Yeah. yeah I've heard about that in cool. y'all's podcast.
2: So we'll jump into it in a second, but I'll tell you yeah. this quick story. We brought somebody with us this time. And we oh, normally really? will. If anyone wants to come, you're more than welcome to come. We'll tell you where we are. If you're us visiting
0: there. us at Absolutely. our house, you have to actually come with us. It's hard. <laughs> it's of happening. You're
2: coming. So but <laughs> I'll here, bring well, you
0: a gift, whoever it is, you know.
2: And it's a great meal. Here's what happened. Uh Maria wanted to adopt. And I said, Okay. Um, I said God's put it in, putting it on my heart to adopt as well. Just not right now. He's mm-hmm. not telling me to move. And Maria was very frustrated and we went at it. We were yelling that the servers came mm-hmm. to make sure we were like, this is in a public restaurant, but really way. it was not a quiet scene. Um, so anyway, so what happened was, was she eventually said, you know what? God's telling me to do it. So I'm doing it. And I backed up and I, cause now I'm right. That's fighting <laughs> words, right? Like, right. and I, 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 calm myself. And this is, I'm surprised that I actually called a buddy of mine, who's kind of a mentor. I was like, how do I handle this? Right. And what he said to me was, he said, God will never tell her to do something without telling you as well. Wow. If it's that serious. He will
0: confirm it. He wouldn't yeah. tell us to do two opposite right. things. He wouldn't sure. tell you to so, wait and me to go.
2: So what happened was in that situation, you're saying from a I can tell you side, what happened. <laughs> I I stopped arguing about not doing it. And I kind of just let it go. And she's like, well, I'm going to go to this thing and read this and do this. I was like, go for it. Like, By all means. Go. Now, if it came down to a, hey, I'm signing papers to adopt a child, <laughs> there is a point where I as the husband and I as the leader of the house and I as her partner have a say in that. Of course. But when it comes to like just going through ideas and things like that, and she's following where she thinks God's leading her, it's not always my job to stamp out that flame because mm-hmm. it might be misdirected. And I want her to keep going until God... And part of that that.
0: story was I had just had a miscarriage. I was really upset. I felt like God wanted us to have kids. And I think part of it was me dealing with this emotional distress of that and like feeling like we're momentum people. So like we thought we were having a kid. So now I want to have a kid. You know what I mean? And I didn't have the patience to sit in it. I'm like, God, like God calls people to adopt. Like, that's a good thing, you know? Like And so I think I started to manipulate what God was saying to me as opposed to like, we still feel like one day we're probably going to adopt and we're super open to it. If someone in our church came to us with a child, we would probably take that child in right now.
2: Are you making a public announcement? Um, Hey, <laughs> Sarah,
0: anyone from church listening? No, I'm
2: kidding. Hey. Um,
0: yeah, no, for real. Like, I think that I think God was putting something on our hearts for the future. And we, we had this talk before we got married. We both have a heart for adoption. Right. If it comes on our it comes our way, like we're neither of us are close to it. And so um, I think I was manipulating the situation. If I, Looking back on my story, I can tell you very much that I was from an emotional perspective. And I'm glad he didn't sit there and be like, you're not hearing from God. And you're not like, you know what I mean? Because that would have really stifled a lot of things between us, like I mean, our trust too. I mean. He was like, hey, God, like, I know what you're saying to me. She said you're saying something else. I'm going to let you work it out. You know, I think that's really important to do without coming to me and being like, now yeah. it wasn't a dangerous thing. Now I've, I have friends who have walked certain stories like that, but one of them is destructively drinking or doing drugs or like wow. having lifestyle, like and within marriage and, and people are upset. Like that's harder, I think to sit back and, and let God work it out on, but I still think it's equally as important because right. I feel like when you step into something, sometimes you are becoming that voice in their head. And as a, and as a one, as a unit of one, like you're not my mom, you're not my father and you're not my mother. You're my one, you're my equal spouse. It's right. different. Right. So really honoring that relationship. And like, I think a lot of times we want to mother our spouses and it's so important Mm. that we don't yeah, because that's not the relationship I'm called to have with him. He has a mom and she's real vocal and she's awesome. Tell him when he's being a bonehead, like I don't need to, you know, and he also has a heavenly father who I feel like will, will come like will give him through his mentorships and through friends will give him the truth he needs from him too, even the hard truths. And so we have to really be comfortable in that, knowing that like, Hey, I trust God with, with who you are and how to lead you as the parent. I am your equal partner spouse. Right. So that's, it's just been a, I have a lot of friendships, um, who have beautiful examples of that in their marriage. And we've been lucky to walk next to, to see that play out. Right. And then we have seen some around us too, where it's like, you see one of the spouses mothering or fathering the other one.
2: Oh, that's so, And it's
0: just draining, toxic. man. Yeah. Like that's draining. So yeah.
2: the one thing to kind of, I always like when we go into these conversations and we share examples of kind of the takeaway and also what could have happened. Like I could have, and in my head, I wanted to, destroyed her with biblical principles as to why she needs to (laughs) destroy.
0: This This is important. Yeah.
2: But, but here's the reason why. And the reason I use the word destroy is because that's literally how we are thinking. Yeah. That's not God. If you look biblically, there's plenty of times that the devil will take scripture and use it in a negative way. right? Right. Tempting Jesus is the most obvious one I think of right off the top of my head. Yeah. But I could have cited scripture. I could have explained to her why, according to the book, everything was wrong, what she's saying. That would not have helped the situation. I always tell people, instead of quoting scripture, try to be scripture a little bit. Of scripture, Mm. it's not as important to sit there and Bible thumb people and tell them all the things they need to be doing versus letting God be her heavenly father like he should be. Right. Letting the Holy Spirit be her comforter, come in and guide her, and then let me be the light and shine and the salt like we should be let people come through and then you sit there and you, you, you brought the examples being of like G-
0: truly being like jesus he didn't always well, throw scripture at people he gave
2: and, and stories I'm, yeah and instead of just being like jesus another person because being like jesus is really really hard yeah right like, right it's god <laughs> perfection right? yeah but being like paul and yeah. you look at how paul had so much patience with people right when you read the books you're like oh man paul was really bothered that's because it's the third time writing the same letter right like Come on. I've been telling you this multiple, multiple times. And Paul, at that point where there was no other option, but she, he needed to help save people. Mm-hmm. Like if she was like, hey, I'm signing these adoption papers or, hey, uh, your couple, an individual is an alcoholic. Like you have you're at a point where you do need to stand up for truth. Yeah. But don't stand up for yourself. There's yeah, a big there's
1: difference a difference. In that. That's good. Right, right. I wanna, I wanna backtrack a second, cause I, I what y'all said over there was, all, all of that is amazing, and I lo- thank you for share, sharing that, especially like actual life examples of real life things that have happened, not just you know like you know theoretical stuff or whatever. So that's awesome. Um, one of the things that I love, I took a note of. Um, you talked about y'all had a really rather quick engagement, like you dated for what ten months and then got engaged after ten months. <laughs> what, what were, Why what is were that, the, Matt? what's that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, we well, we'll tell you. Asked you. For you asked.
1: What? What? Why did y'all like? What was like? God. Were there a bunch of like you know like green lights okay. go ahead? Or were y'all wanting to just like save yourself for marriage? Yeah. Or like what was what was the thing?
0: Well, yes and no. <laughs> Neither of us had saved ourselves for marriage at that point.
1: <laughs> well, saved in that relationship, more so, uh, more so.
0: Not even close. I don't think so. No, but yes, that's what I'm getting to. So we early on knew it was important for us to get people in our lives, couples in our lives that like were biblically sound, real, knew us and could know us who we could just like have wine with like once every couple of weeks or sit and have coffee with. Like we wanted to be around people whose marriages we looked up to. And in the process of those friendships, we got asked some really hard questions that really brought us closer together. And we had people in his life, especially the person who brought him to Christ who had seen his engagement who had known that person who had met me be like who had we had met with them like I mean all the time we were with them talking Todd? Todd and Jamie yeah more so, so than anybody give, else in our a lives
2: insight on this the first breakfast we had together was our first date was Todd. with this guy oh really I didn't tell her but I like he right brought away. someone <laughs> to our first date he was like <laughs> this hey guy, here's Todd
0: this guy's got to know you, you know,
3: and I was like, okay, this is weird. I was, I was all in. I this knew, is I weird. Knew, I
2: knew it was a big, he, people always say like, how do you know when you're going to marry someone? I'm like, I didn't, I didn't know we were going to get married, but I knew it would work if yeah. we got married. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like that was, yeah, he called
0: does. his mom when we first met and said, I found, I'm i going to marry this girl. Right. And like, I did yeah. not say that to my parents. But, <laughs>
2: but, but I, I want want to be understood <laughs> because people hear that and they think they need to get that same feeling. Right. Yeah. it's not. No. Uh, it wasn't like I was like, I'm marrying this girl, whatever it takes. I'm gonna go put a boombox outside her room and like, you know, yeah. serenade her till she says yes. It was just this could. That's be the kind of
0: person I want. To the marry. person, yeah.
2: Meaning everything right. about her. Yep. I also had a list of like 40 things that I wanted after I got out of that past relationship. I made a list of everything Men. I wanted, and she hit every single one of them. Really? Every actually, when I proposed to her, I read off the list. Yeah. Really? Every single one of them, she hit. Um, so it was pretty clear for me. I kind of knew, and that's the other advice. If you're trying to find the person, just, you know, design them now, like yeah. who is the spouse you're looking for? And have, we have different
0: feelings on that. I'll as explain mine as, as it sounds.
2: I work well, have a checklist. And when they hit it, it's game time. I ready don't, to go. And I don't
0: even mean design it, but I mean, like, and he's he's saying that but he's jo- half joking it's be really intentional about what you're looking for yes yeah like if you knew it didn't work before like and if you want someone who's a believer and then you meet a girl who's amazing but she's not a believer like and that's right. important to you like i'm sorry but nope. like On you got yeah. yeah i mean like there are your and, and they call them non-negotiables right but like i do believe that you have to be really intentional like some non-negotiables are silly like he has to have brown hair and be six right. over six foot or yeah, whatever don't, like don't get ridiculous those, that's, right. i think that's a little silly but like right. I'm talking about character non-negotiables. I really yep. think are important to set that intention. Um, but well, yeah, you have to have a dating,
1: foundation have to build on. That's what it is. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You have to know And from being in broken relationships before we both knew what we didn't want. So it was right. easy to find. So back to the original question of the dating thing is like, we got really intentional pretty quickly about being around people that knew both of us really well together.
3: Right. Who into
0: could us. pour into us and people that were rooted in Christ. Um, people that, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Now, uh, Our story is a little different, and I told you we'd be real. We'll be super real with you. Like we did not, we definitely did not save ourselves from marriage with each other. Even like we did that pretty early on, but we kind of, as we got closer and closer, we realized like there's only so. There's something that we need to kind of take away so that we get. This is one
2: side of the story. This is one. No, this
0: is true. I'll I'll lead your side too in a second. But like there is like. We would argue then we'd have sex and we'd be fine, but we really weren't fine because we didn't really talk about it. But like but that sex, never, kinda, that
2: never bothered me.
0: That's how I would. Mm, so right. sex kind of fixed stuff for me. Like I was like, whatever, like, it, you know, it makes you feel closer. It's kind of like an artificial closeness when you're not married. Mm. So like, and I didn't realize it was that until after. And so we had one guy challenge us. He's like, like, what would it take for you guys to not have there, sex until like well, there's you, there's
2: there's more to that. Okay, like, You can finish right? it. Because here's what happened. Maria had this feeling that I didn't know existed. It wasn't really brought to my attention. Otherwise we probably would have had this conversation real early or a lot earlier. But to me, sex was always just sex. It's physical. Who cares? Like there's no issue in this. It just, it is what it is. Um, I get that you should wait, but that's kind of like a suggestion, not a rule. Um, Even with rules, (laughs) I don't follow very often. So bottom line was when (laughs) uh, we were sitting with Todd and Jamie, he asked me, he said, what's going to be different when you guys get married? Mm. Um, and we weren't engaged yet, but we were kind of going through couples, ca- you know, counseling, counseling kind which of. was really just like a bottle of wine, like, unofficial, on yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, honestly, nothing. It's just like a legal document, and like wow. he was like, dude, that's not the right answer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <stop talking laughs> yeah, dude, now. that's not the right answer. Yeah. So we like yeah. tried to like save me. I was like, so, like, well, what about like the sex? mean or anything to you? And I was like, no, it's just physical. He's like, oh no, like this wow. is going down the wrong path real fast. Yeah. And he eventually asked me. He said, like, could you go? How long could you go without sex? And I'm like, I can go as long as I wanted. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a big stubborn person. I have very strong will. And if there's a challenge, I'll do you
0: it. Iron Man mentality, is right. I can, will so, do anything.
3: That's right. So I
2: forget you're an Iron Man too. It. That's right. Yeah. it was, it was a poor decision. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so we, um. He basically brought it up. He's like, well, why don't you guys not have sex? And I was like, cool, let's do it. And Maria was like, huh? Like, even like, like, even I was like, wait, Todd, (laughs) Todd, his wife, Jane, everyone was kind of like, what did you just say? Because I was like, I think he thought I would kind of push back a bit. And I was like, cool, let's do it. Starting now. Yeah. And uh, that was the challenge. And then obviously I act first and I think later. And now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, oh no, this is going to be an interesting. Like maybe we should
0: have done it one more time. before. Oh, we're gonna- <laughs> no,
2: <yeah. laughs> but Maria's like, are you sure? Like, if you're sure, let's do it. I was like, all right, let's oh, do it. Oh gosh. So, but that's not like, we kind of joke that that's what sped up the engagement. That's really not what's. We would have
0: gotten engagement. engaged just well, as fast. There was, a, there was oh. a key
2: part in my life that sped up the engagement. Uh, I always had a two year rule. Why? Because I read Gary Chapman's book seven or, um, uh, the Five Love Languages, and he talks about the two-year honeymoon phase. And I didn't want to make the same mm. mistake I made last time, right? So the honeymoon phase, this is good. We got
0: it for two years. It kept on. So
2: yeah. I was sitting on the beach. Uh, we were with my family, and I was talking to my brother, and he gave me, I think, some great advice that I give people all the time. He said, hey, he said, so what's up with this girl? It's kind of, the, I don't know if it's the first time you met everybody, it but it definitely was the first, like, family trip. And I was like, yeah, I was like, she's amazing. He's like, you going to marry her? I'm like, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to. He's like, no, like, are you going to? Yes or no? Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to. And he looked at me and he goes, what would you give for another day with her on your deathbed? This is kind of how my family talks. We, this
0: They're is so dramatic. We
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was like, well, anything. He's like, how about another week? How about an extra month? How about an extra year? And I kind of got where he was going. He's like, and you guys plan on having kids? What about an extra day with your kids? And I was like, yeah, but like, why? He's like, every day you wait is just another day that you're going to be wanting to have with your family and he wasn't saying it to rush me he i think he only said it because he knew i was genuine when i said yes this right. is the person i want to marry remember i just got out of a relationship right um so th- with that being said that's really what sparked the catalyst i think yeah um, it, it was for funny. me to go what if i say yes i'm going to marry her and i genuinely mean it i know in my heart i've prayed on it she knows in her heart like we've talked about it like this artificial 2 year rule that i made up doesn't have any value
0: right mm so and the problem we have ryan like that i see all the time is that people think that engagement is like another season of a relationship rather than like you yeah. have the relationship and you either know you want to marry them or not like you don't get engaged to then trial it out to then get married like the engagement happens when you feel like you've made that decision and dude and it's so engagements,
2: don't what, do that
0: engagements don't yeah. have to be like ours was six months you can have as long as you want and I mean, i'm not saying there's a right or wrong number to that but what i mean is like it's not a phase of your relationship, the engagement. And it was never intended to be a phase of a relationship. I think people treat it as that now. Like, oh, Good we're going to get engaged. Like, oh, we'll think about the wedding eventually. Like, well, yeah. if you're going to get engaged, it means you want to get married. Yeah, so, I don't understand. Is ma- yeah. Engagement is just like what you're do, like what you're in because you're planning your wedding, like right. or you're trying to figure out when you're going to do that, you know, as opposed to like, well, let's just do this and be engaged for a while and see how it goes or we get engaged to move in together or whatever it is. And so I think that like the danger I see is people treat that as like a next, when they don't, when people can't commit, Mm. they use engagement as a way to commit without actually getting married in the future. And so, yeah, yeah, it's like, they think, oh, the girl's going to leave me. If I don't do something, I got to do something. So I'm going to do the engagement thing, but like, we're not going to set the date yet. Right. And that just gives them this freedom to like then not get married eventually or then to leave them in the engagement. Right. And I think it's becoming this like thing that we're like using as this next step when you feel super serious about somebody, but like you're not ready to commit to them. And at that point, I would say that's your key to get out of the relationship. Like right. you could right. love somebody. Intent- like I loved the guy I was with and I, I do believe I could have married him and we could have been fine. I don't think it would be what God really had for me. Right. That makes sense. Like and it wasn't his. Best. I think that like. We were at that point where it's like, we couldn't commit to the marriage, but it's like, you couldn't leave each other because you love each other. Like you wouldn't, why should we break? We shouldn't break up, but like, we can't get to, it's so like, what are you in then? Like, my, if you can't move on to marriage at a certain point, then the relationship,
2: that's maybe a controversial,
0: but I believe the relationship should end at that point.
2: Look, I think if you want to be I engaged for a, 10 years, go for it. I think that's the other thing with Mar- yeah. when Maria says that she doesn't have an issue with anyone who has long engagement. It's the perception of what an engagement is what so is for your example, perception of that my my engagement before her right so when you have two of them you get to speak examples from both <laughs> um but fortunately like i said guys it's expensive and my jeweler which is funny to have Gave was nice money. enough to give me my money back because he knew my butt would come back pretty soon to buy another one really? me, which i did, <laughs> he, and did I he honored anyone.
0: that yeah you did ask, honor ask
2: diamonds go for it they're the yeah. best anyway um but what happened was we got engaged because it was just the next thing to do like we were dating for a long time.
3: Oh, you're business no, is he, he, good her before you right like, before
2: business okay. is good. Like, yeah, like we, we never argued, there was no issues. So like things were great. Like basically we got engaged because it wasn't bad and that was the next thing to do. Does that make sense? So it was yeah. like, it was like we used engagement as just the next step where in reality, Engagement is like, like she said, just a time period before you get married, but doesn't right. change the relationship. Right. In yeah. my opinion, it's not till you actually make that covenant with each other. You shouldn't look
0: for to change your relationship. Like, At all. Like even with kids, like some people have kids to get closer to their spouse or whatever. Like, I'm gonna tell you, that's going to bring you further away from them, first of all. But like, secondly, like it's not a phase of your marriage. Right. It's, You're already in your marriage. It's the evolution of your marriage, of course. Like, I I believe that. But like when people move on to these next phases of their lives and relationships to solve a problem or to try to see like what will happen next, I I get a little uncomfortable. I get a little nervous for them, I think, because I'm like, it's not going to we can't move on to these serious things, expecting those to heal things in our past rather than like, hey, how about we work on healing what was in our past so that we can be part of the future of our relationship, family, whatever it is, too.
2: 100%. That was her also, if you just heard a pop, that was her hitting my mic with our hands, so, <laughs> two punches, one, I have one a punch
0: lot punch. of bracelets on today too.
2: <laughs> no, you're good Hearing all of it. Dude, I feel like we could talk about relationships for
1: so much longer. And there's so many questions I'd like to ask, but for the sake of time, I'd like to move on to yeah, the w- yeah, one yeah. top before we get on to uh, before we do that though, I want to talk about life dates. So I think the last yeah. kind of relationship thing that we'll um, touch on before we go on further is like the intentionality that this life date has. And I've heard of other people talk about it, but I heard y'all in your podcast talking about this before. So why don't y'all touch on like what a life date is and what, what the purpose in that.
2: All right. I'm going to quick give the fast version of it and, um, I'll fill in and then the the what links. we can do is we can also put uh, in the show notes or whatever you have a link to get we'll access a PDF, to it so yeah. you can just do it yourself. Oh, cool. We sell it on our site, but we'll give you a code to-
0: For like know. a free PDF. Yeah. Bottom line is, is
2: uh, once a month we get together. This the Usually it's the first Tuesday is kind of like our standing date unless something happens and we celebrate life, the good, the bad, the ugly. There's a couple rules to it that make it, I think, more enjoyable. Number one, we get each other a gift every single life date. It could be anything from a card to a car. I mean, that's where we've ranged. Um, we also uh I she doesn't like flowers, but guys, I always say get a flower. She likes candles, I so flowers. I get her a candle, but get her something, just a little trinket that's like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. We also always get a card and we write a note to each other. And it's super interesting. And we how, date them how on point we are yeah. every 30 days with each other. Hey, life's really tough. Like Not a huge fan of what we are right now, but I'm excited to be doing it with you and we're going to make it through it. You give a card and then you go to dinner. You're not on a diet. If you're on a diet, kick it for 24 hours, like go after it, have fun and indulge in this meal. Go to a nice restaurant. We then show up. We bring our gifts to the restaurant. It's important. Because it's a little it noxious sometimes, but everyone's part. like, what are you celebrating? You're like life. They're like, that doesn't make sense. But congratulations, right? Every now and then <laughs> you get a free dessert too. Yeah, you do so, sometimes. You do um, a free dessert. <laughs> So basically we bring a gift. You start off. Um, We don't ask for anything. You draw it out as long as you can.
0: Like we wait so, for the waitress to ask us, what do you want to drink? Right. Come back. What do you want for like just letting it happen? You
2: get an app, mm-hmm. you get a meal, you get a dessert. You want to draw this out as long as you can. So once you kind of get in, you get settled, you give each other the gift. We found giving the gift first. Is the best way to do it because it kind of sets the mood.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, if you're in, like, there's times we're going to life dates, we're like arguing (laughs) through the door, right? Like, it's not good always. So, giving that gift kind of softens, like, all right, hey, remember why we're here. We still love each other. We might not like each other, but we're going to enjoy each other tonight. Yeah. So, we go through that. And then here's the key Maria gets my phone, I get her phone. Mm -hmm. There is no technology at all on the table, around the table, nothing. Mm -hmm. And the other key is you don't solve any issues. So Maria tells me what's going on in her life. I sit there and listen. I don't tell her what I think. I don't give her suggestions. I don't give her advice, none of that, and then vice versa. And what it does is it gives a really good, safe space Mm -hmm. for us to connect every 30 days to get re-centered. Otherwise, if we miss it by a day, and I'm dead serious, like 31 days, we're at each other's neck. We
0: can feel it. Yeah, like yeah. we
2: need to hit these 30 day resets because it reminds us, Hey, we're both struggling. We're both winning. We're both fighting. Yeah. And we both need to have each other's backs in different ways. And we might not be the best supportive partner. Although we think we're doing our job based on what they're seeing. We might not be.
0: And we're really close. Like we work together every single day. Like we're like, we are super close and you'll be surprised at how, and we talk like, We're open. I think you'd be surprised sometimes at the things that you're just like, when I have a chance to reflect on my last 30 days in front of him, what I will come to in my head. Oh, wow. Like, I'm really feeling this way. Like, that's wild. Like, I didn't even know I was feeling it until I said it to him. Mm -hmm. So, I think sometimes too, it allows us to like really just be honest with ourselves and then as we are with each other and to really hear it creates like an empathy for yourself or for each other in a relationship, which I think sometimes when you're going through the same things, it's really hard to have empathy for each other. True. Okay. We both have a, a special needs daughter. We both have a toddler son. We both live in the same house. We both have the same financial woes. Cause it's the same money. Like, so we tend to not have empathy for each other. Then like, I don't have empathy for you. I'm going through the same thing. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like whatever. And empathy or sympathy really. And, um, in those moments of life date, it's like, wow, this is a guy who has grown up with a different set of life experiences than me. So when he had, when he experiences what I'm experiencing together with him, His viewpoint on it is different. And so his heart and his soul are feeling differently than I am. Like, it's actually really important to unpack that and say, wow, we're living the same life essentially, but like how our souls are processing it is not always the same. And I think it's really important to come to that and realize it because yes, for understanding and how to approach each other from like a very like logistical standpoint, but also from like an empathy, sympathy standpoint within our relationship to say, wow, like I can look at you as somebody Isolated from the situation we're in together and say, wow, I can really feel for that person.
1: Right. Wow. And I think yeah. that kind of ties back to what you talked, you said a little bit ago, Matt, when you talked about it takes the willingness of both people to become one. You know, mm-hmm. and just like a life date just does that. And it's it's uh, one of the cool parts I love, I love that y'all were talking about when you remember y'all were first dating, you know, first dating and such how you you mentioned it i mean you didn't say this exactly but you mentioned it, it takes like trusting and the with all your heart and lean not in your own basically like the proverbs 3 you know 3 5 and 6 talks about right lean not in your own understanding all your ways acknowledge him he'll direct your past it's like just from what i've been hearing from you guys it's like it's a process man it's like mm. when they talk about marriage being one of the yeah. hardest things you'll ever do it's so true not listening to like what y'all talked about i'm like man That's so true, and then I see like my parents and other relationships, like I like that I look up to, and I'm sure that y'all do as well. It's like it's a process, man,
2: and it's a process of Uh constant sacrifice. Yeah, that's why it's so hard. That's why it's like Christ too, and that's why I think God made it between a man and a woman because there's uh, there's no way I can survive this marriage without being willing to constantly sacrifice myself, my thoughts, my opinions, yeah, for her, and I do a very poor job of doing it. right? As a human, it's really, really difficult. But yeah, Yeah. I do think it
0: it does. It it, it highlights for us like that Christ likeness of like, wow, like he had to really sacrifice. Like, what is that really like? And I think this is like, and I think having kids is a little taste of that. Like, and I'm not saying if you don't have kids or you're not married, that you can't experience that. I do believe you can experience that kind of sacrifice as well. But like, I do think it highlights it for us to say, wow, like there are times when I have to like fall on the sword knowing very well, like he might think he's right and he, but he is wrong. And I can't sit there and say that. like. And think about how Christ, he went to the cross and people thought he was a criminal and like, he didn't say like, no guys, I'm not a criminal on the cross, like waving his hand. He was like, he didn't need to be right in that moment. Hmm. He was doing the right thing, you know? And so I think that we do see a lot of that as well. And I think it just highlights to the idea that like, you got to find the best thing you can do when you're searching for someone to be with is to see how they process stuff. And how they react to the stuff in their life. It doesn't matter what their job is.
3: Yep.
0: It does not matter what their job is right now because that will change and that can change. It doesn't matter. Like if if you're attracted to them, it doesn't matter what they look like, right? Like if you're attracted (laughs) to like that, it all takes attraction. Yes. Like, but like what the number one thing is: how does this person process the experiences in their lives? And how do they react to the things that happen to them? I don't think there's a better thing you can look at Mm -hmm. other than that.
2: And yeah. Maria has, unlike anyone I've ever met, has the ability to be attracted to the person as far as the like soul inside of somebody um, better than anyone I've ever seen. Hmm. Um, Are
0: you just dogging all my ex-boyfriends or?
2: i mean, dogging myself right up in the middle of too. But it's it's just, it's something that she's taught me of like, right. where is it? And who, like that list that I created when I was in kind of that lost spot was very much to what she has always done mm. is that, like, what about the person do I like? Like, right. what about that? Like, what features of that? And it's mm, not, yeah, it's not. It's all about internal stuff that's really important because the external changes, right? Right? Like, like, yeah. it's, it's funny. People have done studies about when uh, the amount of divorces that happen when men change their cologne. It's hmm. funny. It's it's correlated because smell it's is weird. a strong. St- part of what people react to. And when you don't have anything else to base it off besides the physical looks and stuff like that, they fall back to the smell that they're used to. That's why people, that's why cologne got so big. So with all that, recognizing the fact that we sometimes attach ourselves to fleeting features of people yeah, or things that are bound to change. Yeah. I mean, right. it's, gravity exists. We get old, things move. Right, yep. like it is inevitable. So to sit there now, we try to fake it, and we're get in the botox
0: culture. Of, move
2: things back where yeah, they were. I'm and, not
0: against it. I'm and like, here's what also happens: is you're never
2: going to get it back to how it was. Yeah. One thing that Maria taught me again about uh, when we had our first kid, Natalie, was she kind of was like, oh, like all up to that point was I don't know how am I going to get my body back? How am I going to get my body back? And then once we had Natalie, she kind of came to this realization that could have only been through through God because of who she is this is not her way of thinking this is no offense to you but no more i care tremendously about how I but look. she it's she sad. said it's not about how do i get my old body back it's how do i make the most of my new body wow yeah like this is a scar
3: but, yeah. it's, a, but it's a
2: good scar right jesus didn't come back and heal his hands right there's a reason he left his hands scarred he wanted to wow. show yeah. that that meant something he went through it same with me if I mm. have bags under my eyes, right, we're special needs parents. There's a lot of tired special needs parents, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I have so many bags under my eyes. I'm tired. I'm sleepless nights, many sleepless nights. I need to fix this versus this is who I now am because of what I've been through.
0: How do I make mm. the best of this This has been a situation.
2: transformational yeah. experience, which is what's showing in one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I agree. I mean, and I, yeah, and it's so funny how you, like, we think we want to heal parts of our past and then like, I, I like, my new idea no it's not fully fleshed out yet i have this new idea that matt's like not he's not quite on board with it yet but it's
2: not fully there but it <laughs> it's will not be. fully
0: there
1: i'll right talk to you that. about it right to that. <laughs> I think one of the things before I ask because I I do want to ask about what's been the biggest blessing for being a special needs parent and whatnot, because I know it's been huge, uh, a huge thing I think is awesome for you guys. Uh, One thing I want to touch on add on to your point when it comes to like, I think, yeah, Matt, we talked about having a list is good. Just like you said, Maria, though, it can't be so strict that you like, well, they've got to be. Five ten, and they've got to have brown hair, blue eye, whatever. You know, it's like yeah. I think there's things that have to be foundational things. Like for instance, if you're a Christian, like we are, right, talking about this, speaking for Christian's sake, is their heart turned towards God, and not yeah. only that, feel- do their do their actions actually align with what they say as well. Do they say they're Mm -hmm. on fire for God? Okay, well, where are they reading in their book right? Where where are they reading in their Bible right now? What are they learning? How are they growing? Are they plugged into their church? Are they tithing? Where are they going to church at? What are they learning right now? How are they growing? Like there's gotta be fruit there and there's gotta be like these foundational things you need to navigate from And I think like you'd mentioned, how do they go through negative situations? That's why, dude, that's why it's so important. Whenever you go on a date, you can't just continually go out to eat. You can't just continually go out to the movies or whatever. Have you go to volunteer somewhere, go to do something that's going to put you in a situation. That might actually act as a catalyst, but okay, how do they act when someone talks back to them? You know, how do they act whenever this might happen? How they talk to their mom, how do they talk to their dad? How do they treat people like the waiter at the at the restaurant? You know, there's gotta be there's so many things you need to navigate from. And you just go it's like an interview, you know, it's basically what it is. Like, but most people (laughs) most most people. I mean, in a way, it's no, what it is. We did, we, did, we did
2: personality tests on our
1: first. Because <laughs> oh, there you go. I mean, but that's how, she, that's no, how we don't be, recommend bro. that.
0: Right. No, he asked me interview <laughs> questions. It was funny. So, no, but can I say one thing? I agree with you, Ryan. I think that's yeah. so important. Like, Matt met me when I was in my most stressed out environment I could possibly be in for a full week. Like, that is to me, I could be my absolute worst self in that scenario. Right. Like, that would have been the place I would have lost it, the place I would have. At that time, at uh, that time that was the number one place, place that where I'd be the most trust. Now I've, there's I've now there's new places. <laughs> but like, you know, and I think it's important for him to be like, wow, like that's who she was in all of these scenarios with all of these people. Yeah. You know, we weren't like we didn't have these fun first interactions on like these romantic dates or whatever. Like they it was like really hard places.
2: Right, fun. Can so I- yeah, <laughs> I agree. With, with your with the list thing though, because I do want to make that clear. Things on my list. A great example that pops in my head was, I wanted her, I wanted the person I would marry to enjoy dancing, mm. but I didn't need her to be good at it. Right. <laughs> I didn't need her to be bad at it either. Like I, I just wanted it to be like, hey, we went out and had fun. I wanted my I wanted my significant other to, uh, not be a stay at home mom, but be grateful the fact that we would have the opportunity for her not to work. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like Which, the list yeah. was not right, like. Right. No, I, almost many people could fall into that right. gap right like and, it was a very broad and that's not list. you dogging exactly. stay-at-home moms
0: i come home no. a stay-at-home mom and it. she's the bomb
2: we try, and it. it's
0: just really difficult and i think it's the most difficult job in the in the world 100%. Just FYI. i think what he was saying was that like for him personally he wanted he like that was his desire i wanted to, be able I want, to
2: provide he wanted
0: somebody else who wanted to also get out there and do something outside of the home not that that's mm, better yeah. or worse but like I think it's okay to be honest with yourself in those regards and say like, what am I really? You know, and, and God might surprise you with someone a little different. But it's okay to be a little intentional. That I think the dancing thing is just like someone who's not afraid to get out in front of people and embarrass themselves. Like yeah. that's I think the quality exactly. really look yep. for
2: she's got it. You
0: know, I I will embarrass Yeah, maybe I should stop embarrassing that's myself. The, the
2: list, but, if, if you are going to go the list route, it should be extremely broad. And like you said, Ryan, it's it's more of the fruit they bear based on right. the actions they take yeah. versus. They need to like the color red. Well that that doesn't benefit the relationship. Right. So whatever it is that you put through should not be something unless it benefits the relationship. But right. if you want to send I, your 100%. list to me, I'll review it real quick. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. I one I'm thing fine. one final
1: thing on that as as well um there is I mean not to go that's a longer story but like I had had a negative situation happen in my past and got one of the things that God used um, was a friend of mine to speak to me. The first verse that they shared was Isaiah 43, 43, 19, which talks about, you know, hey, can you not see I'm doing a new thing, making Mm ways in the valley streams in the voice. Right. Yeah. second part was which where I just been, that was basically God putting his arm around me saying like, hey, bro, like I saw you messed up. About to do something new, and he has like every night and day since then. The second part I didn't understand, but it, it ties in perfectly what y'all just said there was the second part that this person had you know heard from God to share to me was the words "don't settle." And for me, I'm like, well, yeah, like a, I'm not going to date some bimbo is what I what I always okay. come back to. I'm like, you know, of course. But like what I realized was based off a past relationship that I went through, and awesome person, just we weren't just compatible for each other, is that. There are certain things that I need. One of the things in particular was I need someone to just like you talked about. I, you know, I want her to enjoy dancing. It doesn't have to be like, she has to be great at it, whatever have you. But like, for me, it's like, dude, I need someone who is wants to, who loves to work out. Not necessarily being like an Ironman triathlete, right? It doesn't have to be well, that. I'm
2: not the workout one of the group. I just, <laughs> I'm the dumb one who has stubborn and discipline.
1: Well, there right? you go. But like, no, I get what you're saying. That. Like somebody yeah.
0: who wants to show up for their health, like, and they exactly. like
1: It's just like lifestyle choices, lifestyle characteristics. Mm-hmm. Someone who I realize I need someone who eats healthy. And it's like, again, it's not a dog on that person. It's just like, I want someone, we, we, hey, we can have Oreos, we can have all that kind of stuff, but as a majority of the time, we're focused yeah. on taking care of our health. And like, anyways, it's just it's fascinating to me. I was like, because I think it, that's good. So so another really way good. to think of yeah. it is
2: it's not Thank the you. actions, it's the values.
3: Yeah. Right. Values. And that's what it
1: comes down to. It's the values, yeah. you know, it's the characteristics and like how do they live their life, you know? And you don't want to be so strict, like you said, do they like the color red? Well, if they don't, it's like what what if they don't? And you miss out on sports someone? team,
0: this, yeah. yeah.
1: Like- <laughs> what if they don't and you miss out on someone who's actually amazing, but because they didn't meet your one criteria that exactly. was really superficial. Like, come on, what are you missing out on? You know, yeah, hundred so, percent. Oh,
0: I agree. I agree. I think that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, that. Thank you. Well, there you go. That's the first time I've said that that's on cool. the podcast before. So that's cool. I, there you go. No, yeah. I think it's go.
0: important. And the do not settle thing is biblical too. Like when it comes to like what it is that you feel like is the bigger vision of what God's calling you to. And marriage is one of the biggest things too, that like, it's important not to, to settle into what. Culture tells you you should want as opposed to what God really calls you to, which I believe is bigger bigger. All right, so here's
2: my turn to disagree with everybody, right? This is when you have three people on. Let's go. I'm not going to disagree on it, but I want to bring some more light to it. And it's similar to the concept of do not settle, which I I do agree on what we're talking about. Don't settle on your values, right? And on the person itself is what I don't want you to be focusing on, whether you're settling or not, right? The individual, but their values is what I think we're all saying. There's a big disconnect that I'm finding all over the world Between the word accepting and being content, Mm. like accepting where you are and being content with where you are, are two totally different things. So people don't want to accept because they consider that as kind of giving up and being content. But we got to be patient with reality, like reality exists and what we're dealing with is real. So when it comes to don't settle is know what you're looking for. Like we're talking about, understand the values and however they live those values out. Perfect. Right. Like and, and move with that but don't be upset in the sense, and we have a lot of people and we've talked with it with some friends who they will find the issue because they don't want to settle. Every person they meet has an
0: issue. right?
2: So Because they're looking
0: for it. So, uh, yeah,
2: but they chew loud. Wow. Really? All right, well then sit further back, right? We got to be six feet apart anyway (laughs) now, so you might as well. So like all this stuff is just recognizing we're given pretty direct, hey, do this, do that, do this, but it's all up to you. And it's right. really up to what it is you need and how it is you want it to work. But be okay with accepting where you are. Doesn't mean you're being content and settling or not settling is not as much of a black and white, you know, decision as we may think. I think what you're saying is accepting 100%.
0: reality, but being okay. Like, Hey, right now my reality is this. I accept that I'm looking to grow and I'm looking for this relationship to grow in it. It's not there yet, but I'm looking for it to grow. That's accepting right. and it's not yeah. a bad thing. Yep. But like the opposite of that is being content. Well, this is just how we are. And we're not, You know, lot of da like stay right there. And the contentment has and, and biblically, God talks. I mean, I'm reading Zephaniah right now, talking about the idea of like the people who just like aren't doing good and they're not doing bad. They're like this content in the middle. God's not pleased there either, mm-hmm. right? Like He wants you to be like what like doing working towards the growth. And I think accepting is just a really realistic stand on where you are. And from acceptance can be growth, can be growth.
2: It's a it's a massive insult to not accept where God has you.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Wow. Great
2: example, right? And I gotta go. Pick up my daughter in a second. Anyway, Nat, she's four years old, rare genetic issue, 17th person never had it. Right? We could run through all the sad stats about what's going on. I am an optimist at heart, right? I accept Same. what's going on with Natalie, but I am in no way, shape, or form content with it. Mm. Right. Does that make sense? So, like, yeah. I'm not like, God, I'm going to show you you messed up. No, 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 that's not it. <laughs> God, you put me here. I blame you for all this. That's not it. I accept what we have. However, I'm never going to be content with it. And that's not necessarily a bad bad thing. thing. So what am I doing? I'm taking every action through prayer, but prayerful actions, starting a nonprofit, getting things together, realizing there's a much bigger issue that we're now working towards with this Take Part program we're starting up, where we're filling this gap in the medical world, that is even bigger than Natalie and mm-hmm. because I accept where Natalie is, but I'm not content where we are in the journey. We are now opening and starting this 501 C three specifically that are, it could affect, we're looking at upwards of 30 million kids all over the world right. wow. who don't have any answers. Can
0: I speak one thing into that? I think it's a principle. Maybe you can go away from there. It's like when, when you accept where God has you, rather than just be content with where the world has you, like you then open yourself up to becoming a vessel for God's glory.
3: Wow. And like, yeah. you're
0: like, Hey, I'm okay. Like, look, I know you have me here. It's real. We're going to sit in it. I'm not content with it, which means I'm going to move and grow in it. And right. that means I get to be a vessel for God's glory in it. Like, because, mm. you know, and what we're realizing now, and what Matt was saying is take part as an organization that we're starting where it helps bridge the gap between kids that are diagnosed with rare disease and the prognosis. So, so many kids are diagnosed, but so many of these diseases aren't known How? because they're so tiny. They only affect one, one or one to 17 people. So nobody really researches it and there's no prognosis. So we're helping fund small projects that only will affect like small amounts of people, but there's so many of them that it actually affects a lot of people overall. So that's what we're working on. And if we would have just sat there and been like, oh, content, God has us here, like whatever, we're just going to live our life with Nat and do our best, like then we wouldn't be being used as a vessel for his glory for other families and other people and showing people, hey, like, you know, we are here and we we are believers in Christ and we don't think he messed up with Natalie at all. um in fact we think he was super intentional with how he created her because when she walks into a room and talks about jesus people listen to her and she's four because she's in a pink wheelchair now if she wasn't in a pink wheelchair and was a normal four-year-old they might not look at her and have that same experience with christ because she's easier to see and like we get noticed at church because we had the kid with the wheelchair so now god has said okay go ahead and speak about this like um, I feel like because of his the differences, we have had the light shine on us that we have to turn the light back on Christ. Wow. And that's our, that's our responsibility Amen. to point people to Jesus because he has given us a platform that we did not ask for that we're like, well, the only point is the point. So we have to keep reflecting Jesus. Otherwise, it's not worth anything. Wow.
2: I can't add to that. 100%. <laughs>
1: That's Jeez, awesome. man that was good that's very good it, it all uh, points sorry. back to jesus so like does that would y'all say that's been the biggest blessing of having a special needs child oh. is just having b- basically a bigger testimony kind of a thing or what i
2: mean oh that's i mean everything goes glory everything. to glory so that has yeah. to be like the, the go-to answer but let's like have a little more fun with the answer than that no offense <laughs> to um i would say the biggest blessing um man i, I never you don't realize it, what it's like to be disabled until you have to f- navigate life with this with a disabled person so like wow. for example like the ada does an amazing job and people do an amazing job of trying to accommodate what's the ada it's just like the uh american, american disability, disability act which forces gotcha. basically like a public buildings has that have, to have certain have access points, points and, and like all all stuff. Stuff. you're okay. sitting there going like all right well everyone's jumping that way well we got to go around this way and up the elevator and all the kids run up the stairs like it just and look there's nothing against the businesses that's what they have to do but you recognize the challenges that disabled people and disabled or parents of disabled people go through. Um, and I think what it's come to is recognizing uh, that there's that, that issue is real uh, from a personal perspective is it forces patience, And I don't like patience. Mm. I don't like waiting. I don't like going slow. I don't like,
1: yeah. but it
2: forces to recognize the fact that look, you won't notice sometimes when Natalie's trying to talk to you because she's four years old in a wheelchair and you you just don't hear her. So people, she'll go and try to say hi to somebody and it looks like they blow her off, but they're not blowing her off. They just that's didn't like hear the little
0: voice. My so daughter's I, trying to say hi to you. i
2: right. look down and let's have this conversation <laughs> and you can go on your way. Oh, it's too much. It's, that, that's, that's what awesome. I would say is my biggest, uh, funny. biggest blessing, but it's also, it's forced me where I've done a terrible job with, right? Because you gave me the good, but here's the bad is like Maria said, I don't have much sympathy or empathy for my partner in this because we're in this together. Mm-hmm. So Natalie's having issues. I, can't, I don't have time to deal with your feelings because I got to deal with her. But the problem mm. is, is I need to be a father to Natalie. I need to be a father to Zach. I need to be a husband to Maria. And I need to do it all at the same time. Right. It's like, you know, the Trinity, how there's three It doesn't give that-
0: you an excuse to be a jerk to the other people that you're called to love and yeah. steward as well. Like, and I think we both struggle with that. Like God didn't give us a blessing of Natalie so that we would be super sweet to her. And then like, we would blow up at everybody else in our
3: lives. Like, even, that's not, not, what even, he did. not even
2: blow up, but disregard our responsibilities sure. elsewhere. Yeah. Right. So I can't not be her husband because I'm busy being Natalie's father. Right. That's the biggest struggle mm-hmm. that will be a blessing if we suffer properly
0: and i think um, yeah and that's our big thing is like i've been studying um responsible suffering and like what that looks like in the bible i know you gotta go um but then the one thing that i wanted to share that for me the biggest thing i've learned is that i think it's a realization of i will never having a victim mindset again in my life for anything and not allowing my daughter who's disabled to have a victim mindset either the world isn't set up for you, sister. Like I'm going to tell her that. And she knows that the world's not really set up for you to be able to do all the things, but that doesn't mean you're a victim in any sense of the word. Like God gave you other abilities and strengths to shine out here. And like, I'm watching all we talk so much about the things we don't have in life. I was telling Matt the other day. I go, there's so much support for what we do have. We're in a church community who shines light on disability. We have a playground down the street that has wheelchair access to all the levels. Like that's wild. We really? never, we didn't know that when we moved in here. We didn't even have a wheelchair when we moved in here. How do we even know? Like that's not a normal thing. Like. There are so many things out there that people want to help you with. You don't have to be a victim in the world. Just share with people what you need and share with people like why you're different. And like, they will want to be a part of that too. It's not about being a victim. Oh, woe is me because I don't have the ability to do this or that. Or woe is me because my kid can't enjoy this. It's like, no, speak up for it. Step up and do something about it, you know?
1: Yeah, I've heard Nick say to Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. There's
2: a difference between being a victim and, and to coin Maria's line and letting your fight shine. Which is really something that has, I think, opened my eyes to what Natalie gets to do every day and what we all tend to hold back because our fight's internal. Her Mm -hmm. fight's external. All of us, we walk in like we have our stuff together, right? Because our clothes look nice, our hair's combed. But in reality, we're falling apart inside. When Natalie rolls into a room, everyone recognizes the fight she goes through. Yeah, They see it. You can't avoid it. Mm-hmm. And I think if more of us were more open with, with what we were fights. fighting with, let mm-hmm. our fight shine. Yes, they would shine out, but it would also shine light on how others can help, which people want to do. Right. Yeah. So, then a lot of blessings, a lot of struggles. He's
0: gonna step out and go go grab her, bring her food.
2: Gotta okay. go be a dad.
0: All right, but Back I'll. If you want to wrap up, I can yeah. wrap up with you real
1: quick. That yeah, Cool. That worked Well, good deal. Well, Matt. Well, thanks for being on, man. I really appreciate it, dude.
2: Happy to be here, man.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah, very for much. sure. Yeah,
0: it's
3: been fun. Um,
1: there was a uh, there was a there was a quote that I had heard from uh, Nick Sansa and Sasso that really kind of personified what you were talking about when it came to the victim stuff. It's like the and Nick Sansa, If you're not familiar with him, he was born with uh, I think it's called hand heart syndrome, and okay. so he was he was born without any legs. He's got one arm with one finger on, on, on that arm as well and he has gone on to be a you know best-selling author of a speaker yeah, all this kind of yeah. jazz and been on like the biggest podcast and just an incredible guy overall one of the things he mentions is like the your biggest disability is a bad mindset mm-hmm. and it's just i'm like that is so true you know that is so true you,
0: i feel that way i feel like some people are more disabled than my daughter because of what their mind has limited them to right yeah. Or whatever it is they believe in if it's not jesus has limited them to um and i'm not saying that that limits you but like i i do feel like sometimes having the freedom in christ is like limitless and so i always think of that like he can constantly renew our mind and refresh our minds and like we have this endless supply of like refreshed ideas and energy and all this stuff because of him and i think that like you said not having a mindset that's like limitless is one of the biggest disabilities you can have in this world. Sometimes our bodies aren't our disability and we think it is because it's what we see, you know?
1: Right. hundred percent. So true. Well, before we get close to wrapping it up, I wanted to, uh, I want to definitely touch on, you know, your, your business and your, basically your life's mission, if you will, if it's different from your business, I kind of think it's the same thing, but like, tell us about empower her and, uh, yeah. you know, power or boutique and let's go from there. Yeah.
0: So my, I have an online boutique. I started in late 2019 when I, we moved from Atlanta back here to St. Louis. I'm a St. Louis girl born and raised. Um, uh, I moved away, lived in the South for 10 years. I lived in Texas. I lived in Nashville and I lived in Atlanta, loved everything nice. about the South would live there in a heartbeat. Love it. Um, but life got really difficult, not being near extended family with what we were going through with Nat. We had our second kid and life called us back. And so when I moved back, I, you know, I changed my job as executive director and I took a little time off. And then I realized for a while, God had been calling me, um, to empower and encourage women. And this is just the vessel he's using it for right now is the boutique. So I create a small community. My intention was to build a brick and mortar. Then 2020 happened pretty quick after I opened and I was like, wow, I have no overhead. I don't have a building I have to take care of. I don't have it." and it was kind of nice to like be able to take more profit from my business home and not have to deal with all this other crap that was going on. And I was like, this is kind of great. People were online shopping a lot,
3: yeah.
0: um, during that time and things grew really fast. And so we became, we were profitable, profitable business right away. And I was like, wow, this is a confirmation to me that God wants me to keep doing this. Um, so we did and it's grown and it's picked up. And we do pop-up shops around here all the time. And like, we're really invested in our community empowers like all over my community out here in O'Fallon, Missouri and in St. Louis areas um, too. And my goal is really just to empower women To be the fullest version of themselves i believe that that's in christ and so what i do sometimes is i don't directly like preach and teach the gospel in my facebook group where a lot of my like women come to like learn about the clothes and stuff but i don't shy away from sharing what's affected me in my life and what i believe and a lot of people have come to really um be more encouraged by that and feel really confident in that and they're getting confident by the clothes they wear of course because that's fun it makes you feel good but my my hope is that they take away the message of like what really empowers us at the end of the day
3: no, is jesus that.
0: and so yeah i mean i always say god speaks to us through everything why not close yeah um and so that's why i feel like <laughs> he's having not me do yeah. right now yeah and then matt and i we started a consulting company when we were dating life pulse inc and it is still um the, one of the greatest gifts we think we've ever had he now may, basically fully runs it because what i do with empower it takes all my time um but i'm still invested on the like the branding and marketing and like all that kind of stuff. Like when I, when we get new, like we're having new branding done right now, like I will, lo- I like to kind of put my two cents in
3: <laughs> and yeah, share yeah. that
0: as well. Cause I do care when you are a couple and you have your own businesses. Like it's, I think it's important to be invested in each other's um, business. I like his, his input on power sometimes. Cause he has run businesses for over a decade and I haven't. So like, it's important for me to get his feedback on certain things too. And his Matt's, Matt's mission has always been to um, grow himself as knowledgeable as he possibly can um, and to and to even grow himself as financially successful as he can so that he can grow other people financially successful and knowledgeable at the same time he feels like god only gives him what he's supposed to give out to at the same time so if he's growing in his knowledge and he's growing in his finances it's only because he is supposed to be helping people other people do the same thing and um yeah our whole goal is just to point back to christ i mean that's really it at the end of the day our family mission is like whatever gets reflected on us as success goes right back to jesus we want someone to look at us and say wow you guys are so great look at and we're like it's not us it's christ we're just the vessel like it's important for people for us to have people know that it is because we put our faith and trust in jesus that these things are happening and of course we're obedient and it takes it does take hard work on our part and intentionality and all of those things that we teach we do believe that but it comes from a foundation of of christ and really trusting him to do the work
1: 100%. Even the tagline of Live Pulse Inc is bringing intentionality back to life. So,
0: yeah, yeah. That, that that is the that is like pretty much our our that's why we made it the tagline so it's pretty much what we believe overall, right? That's yeah. our foundation as a family. Bring that intentionality back to life and for us that intentionality is our purpose-driven life in Christ, right? Like that's it.
1: Amen to that, sister. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, cool. And well, before we wrap this up, where can uh where can people find you and connect with you and Matt online? Yeah. Find out. We're well, we're all over
0: the place. Um, is Matt's website, and he is incredible. If you have a business, whether small, medium, large, there's different kinds of We've done everything from like the small business next door to Twitter and the air force and Google yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So like he helps work with all different kinds of people, all different kinds of businesses. Um, we even have like, he's got two books that he wrote um, this past year, the intentional week, which is yeah. right there between the two old planners and then motivate the unmotivated up here. Um, those are on Amazon. You can grab those too. Um and you can find me at shop.empower E-M-P-O-W-H-E-R on Instagram. And we have an app in the app store, Shop Empower, which is where we do all of our fun shopping and stuff too. And um, of course, if you want to follow me personally, you can follow me on Instagram at bria Rambles. I share all the things there. I'm a talker and um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we just believe our whole goal here is just to keep sharing goodness. So I love come it. and check us out on any of those, any of those ways.
1: I love it. All right, before we wrap this up, I want to ask you the final two questions. Um, Uh I want to acknowledge you and uh, obviously Matt, we're in here, so I have to listen to this later, but like, I just, I'm blown away by you guys. And I'm just so excited that we got to meet in January and get connected together here because what y'all are doing and accomplishing is not only making a difference today, but it's impacting, it's leaving a legacy and it's going to impact greatness for the kingdom as well. And one of the things you mentioned you kind of said it in a roundabout way was as you become better, the world around you becomes better, right? Just Mm, like how Matt is really intentional about growing himself because that helps not only himself, but it helps you, you know, you as his wife and it helps you as a, as a mother and as a speaker, which helps impact the world around as y'all as well. There's a reason why I use the term power couple because there's so many things that y'all are doing that are powerfully working to not only advance your own lives forward, but to advance the kingdom. And that's why we're mm. here for, you know, to make yeah. God's name bigger and to make his name known. And so I just want to say thank you so much for for sharing your story today. I, oh, th- there's so many, I feel like we could got to talk for hours because there's so many other questions yeah. I wanted to ask. But We love
0: talking. Sometimes you got to shut us up, Brian.
1: Right? Right? I know you're good. I, I I thought about it a couple of times. I'm like, should I interject? I'm like, no, actually, what they're talking about is great. I'm just gonna let y'all riff. And so <laughs> uh it was it was good stuff. So thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. But appreciate but the that. two final questions I want to ask you before I ask every guest on the qualified. Number one is how does someone chase their potential to become the person they were created to become?
0: I think we I think it goes back to what we just talked about is to live a life of intentionality. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to really wake up in the morning and understand your intention for the day and have it rooted in in the life intention. And I'm not going to assume everyone here is a Christ follower, but what are you a follower of? Right. Like, what is the bigger picture for you? And how can today how can today right now today be a step? towards your bigger picture in the universe with your creator whatever it is that you believe how can today be that step i really do feel if you do that your bigger purpose will be uncovered i think as you move towards what it is you feel like um your creator wants for you in the days it will show up to you in the weeks and then the months and then the years too i i do really feel like that i know for me prayer is another big part of that and that can be like i said I believe prayer, my prayer is to my heavenly father and Jesus Christ. But like, if you are somebody who doesn't believe in that, like, are you meditating? Are you connecting with that source? Because we were created by a source, however you want to call it. And that source has something for us. And are we connecting with that source so that we know what that thing is? Because that source wants to tell you what it has for you if you listen to. So I really feel like daily connection to your source and then stepping into that day and being like, how does today connect to my bigger picture?
1: Right. Love it. Final question. What does living a life that makes a positive impact look like for you?
0: I think it's pointing to Jesus for me. It's it's just like it's it's being bold and brave enough to do things that might be countercultural or might not make sense to the world um or might be different than what somebody out there is saying, but that I really feel called to do. And then using that to glorify God in the end, like that's what that looks like for me. Is because sometimes I feel like I'm called to do things that don't make sense in in today's world, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to say that, or I don't want to have to do that. Like it doesn't really make sense to me. Or like with our daughter Natalie having the faith we have with like how she was designed, and like the fact that like we're cool if we're not cool with it. Don't get if she dies tomorrow, we know that God used her life to glorify. And that's his, that's his whole role, right? Like that's, mm. that's her whole role here on the earth. That's what we're all here for is to glorify him. So knowing that and just really walking in those things. Um, yeah, that's what it would look like for me.
1: Wow. That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Love it, madame. Well, thank cool. you so much for coming on. This has been Yay. a blast and really appreciate it.
0: Love your podcast, Ryan. So I'm also a big fan and listener. So I appreciate it. Well, I'm I excited to hear what else you have in store coming up.
1: Hey, look, me too. Likewise. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Take care.
1: ladies and gentlemen that is the episode dude i'm telling you man i (laughs) there were so many times that i was listening to this one and uh whenever i did it live and whenever i listened to it back as well that i was just like man ooh, all right yeah wow it just it was good stuff so i hope you were taking notes i hope that there were several things that stood out to you that made the impact in the same way that did in my life and that you're just really encouraged and empowered by it that's the important thing so y'all if again if you enjoyed it please share it out with at least one person and uh, i will talk to y'all soon until next time chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact Hey, what's going on, Qualified Family? Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I trust you enjoyed the message. You know, with the Qualified brand, our mission is to empower you to chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. You know, ultimately, the life that you are qualified to live. You know, but it's not about just being qualified on our own. It's about the fact that God has created us with innate value and divine purpose to live for something bigger than ourselves. You know, a life ultimately that is fulfilling and brings glory and honor to Him. You know, so whether you've never had the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life, or maybe you were like me, you know, and you fell away, kind of did your own kind of fell away from your faith and kind of did your own thing. I want to encourage you with this, and that is that Jesus still loves you and wants, dude, desires a relationship with you so badly as well. And here's the thing, it doesn't matter how many times you've messed up, it doesn't matter how messed up your past is, it doesn't matter how many times you've missed the mark, it doesn't matter how many times you, you know, thought you are gonna go one way and you went the other way as well. Your purpose still stands. Not only that, regardless of your past, the love of Christ for you still stands as well. You know, and that's the amazing thing, dude. I I mean, I've made a point of sharing how crazy my past has been and how many times I've messed up. And here's the thing, God is the God of second chances. And not only second, but third, fourth, fifth, infinitely amount of chances, man. He just wants that relationship with you. So would you pray this prayer with me? Just repeat the following. Just say, Father God, thank you for the amazing work your son Jesus did by dying on the cross and raising again. Forever making me righteous, complete, and free from the power of sin. I confess that Jesus is Lord of my life, repent of and ask forgiveness for my sins, and fully surrender my life to you. Use me to make your kingdom great. In Jesus name, amen. Well, first of all, I am so dang excited for the decision that you just made, and I got to tell you this as well. It says in Luke 15 verse 10 in the Amplified translation that there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. So what does that mean to right now? There's a dang party going on in heaven, bro. Like everyone's going crazy. They're like, hey, this girl, this guy just gave their life to Christ and made the best decision of their life. So seriously, I'm super happy for you and excited for that decision you made. So two things. Number one, I got to tell you, you got to recommend that you need to get a Bible and start reading the New Testament, reading about the life of Christ as well. So whether you download the Bible app off the iTunes store or, you know, for Android, and start reading it there, or you know, definitely recommend either the Amplified Translation or the New Living Translation or even the New King James Translation as well. Or if you get a physical Bible as well and start reading, that's great. But just make sure you start reading and you're know, reading the New Testament, learn about the life of Christ and go from there and start growing that in that relationship and spending time with him. Second of all, there's a special page that I made specifically for this as well on Qualified Pearls website. That link for that is down below in the description. And it just takes you to some resources that I highly recommend that you get. Books that I've read, um, with the exception of one, there's one called uh, what is it? Disciplines of a Godly Woman. Clearly haven't read that one. But <laughs> I, uh, I the other ones I highly recommend, and they're super powerful. This Some great resources that will help you grow, help you improve, and just go deeper in your relationship with Christ as well. So, dude, so happy for you. And if you need anything, definitely feel free to reach out uh, to podcast at gmail.com. Happy to answer any questions that you have. Y'all, have an amazing day. Until next time, chase your potential and live a life that makes a positive impact. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.